Gateway Gamers Podcast. Hello, welcome to episode one of the Gateway Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm RP. And today we're getting together to talk about a game. Um, so the format of this show will be a little bit of banter, get to know us, get to hear what we're doing, and then I will pull out a bag with a mystery game inside <laughs> and introduce RP, and then we'll play, come back, and talk about it. Um and as, as we said in episode zero, that uh, I am new to the gaming world. So as we get going, there's going to be games that I'm just going to be pulling out willy-nilly on uh, Brian and uh, and uh, surprising him with it. It's a uh, Sometimes we'll know I'll know the game, sometimes I won't. Uh, and it adds a little fun element of surprise for me because you'll know the, epi- the what we're playing based on the episode title. Yep, yeah, and they won't be able to change our name from gateway gamers to just gamers <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how are you episode one here we are yeah we man it. it's uh it's been a, a it's long time coming i suppose been. Yeah. You've, been, you've been putting in the work uh remember to check out the instagram the gateway gamers pod uh we've you've been grinding on that getting us yeah. you know double the amount of followers that previously recorded as in yeah. you and know a week's a month's time and anything we talk about today will be on there so it'll We'll put the episode, and then we'll have pictures of the games we're talking mm-hmm. about, so that way you have a reference. I know it's a weird medium to yeah. kind of be talking about board games, but yeah, and be sure to like uh, if there's things that you know you like about the show or don't like or, or tweaks. You know, we are it's in its uh, infancy. You know, infancy. That's what I was looking for. The word infancy. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure there'll be tweaks along the way, and 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 we'd like to hear from you guys. Yeah, so be is... sure. We'll call this episode season one of season The Office. One. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, give yeah, it yeah. to season two and a half to about three before we get it together. Yeah, it's season a, one. Because it's chubby, frumpy, slick haired <laughs> back Michael Scott. Yeah, season two will be looking good <laughs> yeah. and clean and in, 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 in uh, rare form. Yeah. Not rare form, in perfect form. Perfect form, perfect. Um, so what's going on, man? Are you, uh, are you excited? Are you- I am. I am very excited. You know, I've been doing a lot of work, a lot mm-hmm. of... Uh, preparation um of course my allergies are the worst you sound fine yeah what uh, the entire car right here i was <laughs> hacking up everything you sound fine it's yeah. and i know the work that goes into a podcast so i <laughs> I, I definitely can uh appreciate and respect uh respect the work that you're doing but you're hustling man yeah. it's great seriously check out the instagram he's been doing some beautiful pictures um and good content good uh-huh. content for sure yeah. um yeah, so I, I are, yeah. I mean, are. just to timestamp this, yeah. <laughs> um, we're at the end of COVID, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. We're, we're, we're uh, turning we're, the bend, yeah, for yeah, sure. Both uh, vaccinated, able to get together. Yeah, yeah. It's been, just like everybody, it's been tough, but, you know, we've made it work and um, still trying to find, it's been a crazy year for me. Mm-hmm. Even in f- freaking COVID, I have bought a house and got engaged and it's been wild and just crazy and i'm ready for it to be over yeah. in that way that i can go see my friends and not feel guilty or or worried about anything and uh you know more podcasting yeah. too in-person podcasting the zoom thing is it's it's not the same yeah and that's kind of where the idea for this podcast originated because my original idea was called an excuse to get away from my wife <laughs> um <laughs> where it's just gonna be literally i'm just gonna come over and quote unquote record and we were just gonna hang out um and then evolved into this so yeah i mean i've always just enjoyed the the idea of podcasting for me came about maybe two or three years ago and 
I've just really enjoyed it's, it's basically having a normal conversation with my friends. And I just put microphones in front of us mm-hmm. and it's, that's the vibe we try to go for on previously recorded. It's the vibe we're going to go for here. And, uh, and it's an excuse to play games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excuse to get my collection out of the closet yeah, exactly. and, uh, and buy more games, which, uh, sorry to my wife. We Megan. are, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we are suckers for IP. We mm-hmm. really are. I see, um, a game, that has the jungle cruise on it and i am all about yeah, it i had and, to talk you down a couple times <laughs> so yeah, wait wait for it wait for and it. you know there's a really popular game too uh marvel unlimited uh, you, marvel united we're marvel gonna talk united. about that yeah, that's gonna, gonna be our, our kickstarter banter for sure which i can cut this if you don't want that's that even you teased. can leave it go ahead all right uh <laughs> you don't <raw>. cut nothing <laughs> i guess let's get into it do you have anything else you want to no i mean that's it i mean like i said uh this was kind of birth from an excuse to kind of get together after a year. Um, I got married pretty much right before the pandemic and had a mm-hmm. kid during the pandemic. So like I said, just uh, the last year has been very mm-hmm. weird. So it's nice to get together. We've, we've gotten together a couple of times. I don't want to act like we haven't seen each other, but yeah, mass, uh, mass on. Yeah, mass on. Um, windows open. Windows open. We're double vaccinated now, so we're just raw dogging it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's nice to get together. It's it nice is. to see people. It's nice to play games. Um, it's nice to get into the recording studio. Yeah, the beautiful studio. Yeah, you can describe it to the I don't folks. Describe. We got Marvel. Uh, just to give you an idea how much he loves IP, we have <laughs> a giant shelf of Harry Potter Funkos with their dead black eyes staring at me. We have a there's bunch books on there too. There, I do like to read. There, there are Harry reason. Potter books behind yeah. it of every language. We have all the Marvel posters up, which I appreciate. Yeah, uh, we have a flash blanket, the CW's flash. We yeah. have a giant, the only, the only flash. We have a giant box of fruit stripe bubble gum, <laughs> which anyone knows the flavor so, lasts for ten seconds. So he needs to continually piece. I piece bought it that in. for after I was like I lo- I loved racing stripes as a kid, and I bought that after watching Home Alone two, and I was like it, around Christmas time. That, that's been sitting there for a while. I only went through two packs uh, because of the 10 seconds. And I was like, I haven't had racing stripes in forever. And I was like, I need to buy this. And it was like 10 bucks on what Amazon. Those racing stripes. They're called fruit stripes. Oh, fruit stripes. Fruit stripes. I used to get them for Easter every year. That was like in my Easter basket. They were great. It's and you better would, than... It's literally 10 seconds of flavor. So Audrey used to get, in her Easter basket, cereal. That was the only time they got sugar cereals. Two, okay. Okay. So just our producer, Audra, oh, yeah. just to give her some background. She's Amish. For those of you unfamiliar, <laughs> we are located out right outside Philadelphia. I'm from Glen Mills. Where I am born and raised in Philly, and just recently moved out of Philly. Yeah, so... I'm very proud of the fact that I'm from Philly. Yeah, I mean, so I'm if from... you hear an accent when I say water, water, or you know, I don't know what else we say. Payment, Acme, <laughs> uh, the Crick, the yeah, Crick yeah. is a big one. Um, Crown Tap instead Mac. of crayon. Tap Mac is a big John. One. John. No, yeah, we'll never say John on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to use John more now. Uh, um, so she is from the great land of Lancaster. So Lancaster or Lancaster, Lancaster as she she'll calls kill, it, she'll kill you. Um, is just full of people that are completely <laughs> backwards. You can cut the f word or beep it if you want. I'm, I'm trying not to curse, but that's the only way I can describe them. They are backwards folk. Uh, what they're heavily religious. They have mm-hmm. no technology they, yeah they don't believe in anything any power that doesn't that's not like man-made i believe so i think they may have like 
or any or power that comes from the ground. It's yeah, something because so they... like they have, but then they also have sheds out back that have like TVs in them. Yeah, I, that's I don't probably know. powered by water. Somehow. And they don't <laughs> or hamsters probably. on a wheel. And they don't believe in banks, so they have all of their cash on them. So if you want to go rob yeah. them, and they don't believe in hospitals either. So yeah. they yeah, but they were the first. Weird enough, they were the first group of people to achieve herd immunity with COVID. Yeah. They probably love board games. Probably they probably do. <laughs> they love churn and butter too. Yeah. Um and and Brian's so, beautiful wife is from uh Jersey. Jersey. All right, that's enough. Yeah, we, we don't need we that. Don't need to talk so, about Jersey. <laughs> so the cereal in her Easter basket makes sense. Why? Yeah. That was probably a treat. A nice rice crispy yeah. Yeah. She, treat. <laughs> she uh we met when she was on Rum Springer. Uh and uh, she broke from the Amish community. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> she is from Lancaster. She's not Amish, but uh, yeah, that was their her. They were pretty strict strict on sweets, so that was her one yeah, cereal. So. Where, where we will have bubble gum and, and chocolate. They had uh, grain cereal. Yeah, they had grain. <laughs> seriously. So uh, if you hear us talk about producer Audra, she's yeah, she's, she'll be popping up a lot. She's she telling like, us to wrap it up. Yeah, to, yeah, to, wrap to get to the, up. to get to the segments. Uh, but that is the recording studio we're in. Uh, if you guys ever want to see a picture of it, we'll post it on the gram at some point. But it's it's not that exciting. It's not but. that exciting. No, <laughs> I'm just very proud of my posters. But um, yeah, I guess we should get into introduce it. Introduce our game. Let's introduce our game. Introduce our, our game. Little drum roll. All right. Eventually, this will be sponsored. But this will be our bag opening. Just to get your live reaction. Forbidden Island. Forbidden Island. Explain it to me. All right. So Forbidden Island is a game by Matt Leacock, published by GameRight. Um, it came out in 2010, plays two to four players, uh, ages 10 plus. It is known as a co-op game. Um, so a new term for us, co-op. Uh, it's basically we play together. We play the game. Um, so you and I will be working together to solve basically the puzzle of this game. Um I like this game a lot. It comes in like a nice tin, which is odd for most of these games. Um, it's also cheap. It's like 20 bucks. That's so that's bad. part of the reason I got it. Um, so it's funny because we were just talking about how we are so IP driven and this, the first game is an not IP. an IP. Yeah. So um, there's, there are a lot of IP driven gateway games, but this is one of the better uh, like gateway games, I would say. Um, I was going to bring Pan... Uh, explain Gateway to oh, okay. uh, people so, that... Because when you said Gateway Gamers to me, I was just like, oh, okay, we're going to like open the door. Like, I guess like yeah. you know, a Gateway to... But it's like, oh, open That's a, a good point. So door. a Gateway game is known as like a game that you would introduce to non-gamers. So it's like AKA a Gateway me. drug. Yeah, so it's like a Gateway drug. Like, uh, what is... You know, cigarettes lead to marijuana, apparently, whatever. and then lead to heroin, and then you die. Um, <laughs> so a Gateway game is like... I'll just throw some names like Ticket to Ride, Catan, like games that aren't Monopoly. Because I'm Flux. sure is Flux one. I guess Flux could be. Yeah, okay. I know you. You are very partial. Flux is one of the three games that you've played at this point. Yeah, it's um, Marvel IP, man. Yeah, it gets me. Well, there's many Fluxes that aren't <laughs> Marvel. Um, so like games like that. So if I if I were to go up to somebody and be like, hey, like, what do you do for fun? They ask me, like, what do you do for fun? I say, I enjoy games automatically they're like oh like monopoly, monopoly and yeah. oh like scrabble like so it's these are the type of games that you would bring to them be like no like i play Catan, i play ticket to ride i play uh forbidden island and maybe they may most likely they heard of Catan. Catan and ticket to ride i feel like are the two biggest they're like the mom and dad of gateway mm -hmm. games they're the easiest the most accessible mm -hmm. 
um, and they look different. I know, like a lot of these games, Catan especially is featured in a lot of pop culture, mm-hmm. so I'm sure um, people have heard of them. For like, for the record, we're, we're never going to play Monopoly on this podcast. We're never going to play. We could. There are different versions of Monopoly. Like we, I have a Harry Potter clue that I threw yeah. out because I think that that is so different uh, that I we might play that one. Yeah, time. but yeah. there are like different. We're variants not gonna, of monopoly but we're not, we're not playing focus. base game yeah. collect 200 dollars monopoly but a lot of the games we play will be accessible for you as the audience especially in the beginning um my collection is mostly games you can get at target games you get at barnes and noble um not too many local friendly local game shop games yet um so that's kind of it that's a gateway game so this is one of the best gateway games i would say i introduce this game to a lot of people and they bought it afterwards because it is so cheap like it's very accessible it's cheap it's quick to play um i, I will say speaking of money like looking on amazon to buy mm-hmm. games and stuff it's definitely a deterrent because i am not as invested in games as you are and there's a couple i games like the jungle cruise game 35 dollars mm-hmm. to me it, it's funny i'm sure as we go through i'll start thinking that's nothing but my god do i really do I really want to spend yeah, that on a game? And I'm not right now through this we do this podcast. I'm not a solo gamer, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pay, I'm not gonna pay that uh, to for a game to just sit in my shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So price point is definitely I think for gateway gamers definitely for gate for people who are just looking to get into joining games, the hobby is definitely is, yeah. an important uh, function of of the of the game. Yep. So um, I'll read you the flavor text of what Forbidden Island is. Um, and then we'll go play. And then we'll come back. And then we'll come back. We'll give our give the rules in between. We'll give like a little stinger of kind of the rules, uh, just the basics of the game. And then uh, we'll also talk about the rules and mechanics and our talk along as I get your idea. Just from looking at the box, what do you what do you think in here? Like, so what's your Forbidden Island to me? Looking just at the box, so it has like a uh, a lighthouse. Uh, it looks kind of like a lighthouse with like a very like Pirates of the Caribbean uh, font. So to me, it kind of looks like this is a game. This might be a game where you have to survive. There you go. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. So dare to discover Forbidden Island. Yeah. It says the, 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 uh, the, the quote tag. is it the tag is adventure. If you dare. Yeah, so this is a little back of the box with little flavor text. Dare to discover Forbidden Island. Join a team of fearless adventurers on a do-or-die mission to capture four sacred treasures from the ruins of this perilous paradise. Your team will have to work together and make some pulse-pounding maneuvers as the island will sink beneath every step. Race to collect the treasure and make a triumphant escape before you are swallowed into the watery abyss. Nice. And w- what is the uh, age recommendation on this game? Ten plus. Um, I played it younger when I when I discovered this game. I was working at an after school program, so I was looking for games to play that weren't Monopoly and weren't like the usual. And that's actually how I discovered gaming was through podcasts of different. Like I think Will Wheaton had a giant board game. Something I haven't heard of in forever. Yeah, he had a giant board game like gaming session where he had like celebrities on and okay. like so that's kind of how actually him and uh the dice tower with tom vassal were kind of how i discovered these games because like you said in episode zero it's a it's another world like it's yeah. literally walking yep. through the train stop of harry potter it's literally walking yeah. through the gateway yeah oh, cut so the end. 
cut the check. <laughs> uh, the way I always pictured Gateway is just like it's just, just for the board game world. It's this door that is just glowing <laughs> around the edges, like like a door in Kingdom Hearts. Is just how I dice just falling through. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna go play this game. Yep. It's gonna take about thirty minutes. Yep. Thirty minutes. So Could be listen less. to thirty minutes of dial of uh, interlude music. Yeah. Just kidding. All right. See you in a bit. See you in a bit. Hey, this is Brian, your host. Just jumping in to explain the rules while we're downstairs playing. In Forbidden Island, you play a group of two to four explorers, cooperatively running on the island trying to collect treasure before the island sinks into the sea. The game board consists of 24 reversible tiles, which form the island on a table. When these start to flood, you flip them over, and then when they fully flood, they get removed from the board. Over time, the island falls apart and some tiles can become hard to get to, or even entirely cut off. You'll have to make sure you keep passages open to the eight shrines, which are the only way to get the treasures. There are four treasures to collect. Each has two shrines that you can collect them from. And as you need to collect all four before you can escape the island, priorities of which lands to protect change as the game goes on. The island flooding is determined by a deck of cards, which you draw from at the end of each turn. Over time, you'll be reshuffling cards you drew back on top of the deck, so when the land starts to sink, it becomes increasingly likely to sink again. The flooding will also speed up over time, so you can't afford to waste any time. Relics are found by collecting cards that you drew at the end of each turn. Once you have four of the same, you head to one of the shrines and cash them in as an action. Once you have all four relics, you run to Fool's Landing as a team and fly off the island and win the game. Hey, and we're back. We just finished playing our two games of uh, Forbidden Island, and what did you think? So I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was fun. Um, it was not what I was expecting. It was fun. I just, I'll just put it that okay. way. It was, it was fun. <laughs> I liked the um, the theming of it. I thought it was it was cool, and there was it definitely borrowed from other pop culture. Like you know, there was um, a. a, a a skull rock thing that looked yeah. exactly like Pirate Cove and uh, from Peter Pan and things like that. And I always like when they like kind of rip off, but not. But uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. We played um, twice. Yeah. Uh, and I'll let you get into all that. But I, I liked it. It um, Definitely a game I honestly would buy. It's, yeah. it's easy. Um, it's, you know, like probably took that 30 minutes to play. And uh, that's all I have to really yeah. say and it, for it now. It took two minutes to explain. Yeah, like it's super incredibly easy. easy. You could literally just be like, "Here, let me show you real quick." Mm-hmm. Do one action, and within that one action, someone gets it. Yeah, so... definitely anybody can play. Yeah, anybody can definitely play it. Um, I didn't like the character pieces, and I don't know how if you want to get into that. Um, like the powers themselves, no, or the little just, just pawns, just the pa- okay. like the little uh, like my gray person yeah we'll, we'll talk about that because yeah. that's definitely mm-hmm. something um we'll just kind of go over the rules just real quick the play style just we we might have a segment explaining in between we'll <laughs> we see will, we're, we we're still working on it there's going to be a rule segment between but, this um basically it's 24 tiles on the table uh so every time you play it's going to be a different game experience mm-hmm. um the first game we played i i thought was incredibly easy I think we had good placement. So the point of the game is to collect these four relics. Um, There's like an air temple, water temple. It's basically Avatar. Fire temple, rock temple, 
Um, you have to collect cards. After each round, you take two cards. You need a collection of like four of the item that you want. And then you have to run to that tile to collect that item. So uh, our first game, we got extremely lucky. I think the tile placements worked out. Um, after each round, you flip cards. And one of the cards is called a water rise card. So that affects your island sinking um in the beginning which we played on novice you're only flipping two of the cards to sink every turn so if a tile flips twice it's gone so it's slowly the island's disappearing um and when you flip the tile it's colorful on one side and then yeah, when you flip it it's, I think that's, it's a grayish uh it's just like the same card but just with a gray overtone which is yeah, it looks, was cool yeah it looks like it's underwater Easy, kind of yeah. easily identifiable yep. too yeah i thought that was nice the components are good for this game mm-hmm I think it's they're nice components. Um, so and then once you get the four items, you literally have to run to this one part of the map called Fool's Landing with a helicopter card so you can get off the island. We're like um, uh, we're like Indiana Jones. Yeah, it gives in- you a very like like race to the finish feel. Like I, and that's the thing with our second game. So our first game we got off very easy. I think that was the easiest game I've ever played. So immediately, I'm like, we need to play again. Yeah. Because I don't think you got the feel. I didn't see any anxiety from you <laughs> as we did from the second game. Yeah, I was like, let's up the ante. Let's go. We yeah, started we... on novice. We go to normal. Yeah, which just kind of... there. So there's five ways to lose in this game, which I don't think I've explained even in the other rule settings, is um, if the island... There's eight tiles on oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. map. Eight. Two correspond with the item so there's two like lion the wind item there's two water items there's two it's earth wind wonder and fire yeah yeah, but there's two spots that you can possibly get them at if two of like the water item spots completely go underwater you lost you can't get the items get off the island um if you raise them there's a tick marker like how would you kind of explain yeah it's uh as you get a the water rise card if you get the water rise card from the treasure pile you have to raise the 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 tick up one up yeah and And if it and there's like three ticks per card you have to draw yeah so like two cards and then there's three four and five which thank god we did not yeah we never got there and then there's the death if you get all the way to top you just automatically lose so Mm -hmm. you can mitigate the island as best you can but if you're getting bad draws you're Dunzo. You right. can't do anything. Um, if you are on a tile that sinks and there's no land tiles next to you and you drown, essentially, you lose. And then the other way to lose is if the helicopter landing pad completely sinks, then you lose because you can't get off the island. Yeah, the the one interesting fact that I didn't grab, like grasp right away was that even if your tile sinks that you're on, it flips for the third time. Um that if as long as there's a one tile near you, you can quote unquote swim to it. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't realize because I was like, oh crap, I thought we lost. And so I actually like that where it's not necessarily game over. It's yeah. Just yeah, you, you have a chance as but, long as as long as there's one right next to you. Yeah, but so it's 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 stressful because yeah. you want to keep those spots, and then even those spots that you feel aren't important. When that island disappears, the corresponding card that you're drawing disappears as well. So as these tiles are disappearing, your draw pile of the water, the island kind of flipping, is also disappearing. So even those spaces that you don't think are important 
They you're, are. You're running to them. You're still got to save them. That's why I was so anxiety riddled the second game. Oof. I was like, there, when we got down to, so we started off with 24 and it was a big map. And then towards the end, we got in our last piece and I, we're heading towards I the I think end. it was literally four tiles left. It was left. four tiles yeah. left. And I'm like thinking, trying to think ahead, like, okay, well, we should flip. I, I Definitely the second game was more proactive and be like, we should flip this mm-hmm. one just in case. And I felt like we got a better feel for the game. Um, but yeah, I was, I yeah, was like, sec- we need to get, like, we need to go, like, let's go. Yeah, the second uh, game was definitely, I saw it, you were like, oh, okay, all right, all right. Like, as I was flipping cards, I could see you holding your breath, you're like, all right, all I was right, anxious, don't, man. Oh. I literally was, and I think that's a good game. Especially, yeah. you know, first game, uh, first physical board game, not first time we played, that I have been like, oh, crap, mm-hmm. oh, God, like, let's go, like, let's and- go. And that's that's the benefit of a co-op game um, where you do work together to play the game mm-hmm. instead of us fighting to get other. the yeah the alternate to this game would be like we're on the island but whoever gets the most treasure mm-hmm. and then gets off the island wins which would be fun but not as fun as working together working together right. you're like you like you said you're kind of like thinking ahead like all right if Brian goes here I go here we mm-hmm. trade we do this. I enjoyed working together. I think this game would have stunk if we had to work yeah. against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but being able to work against each other, like uh, work, I'm sorry, being able to work with each other, it's been, it was a, it was an enjoyable game. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. This game, I, I mean, we're, most of the games we're going to play are going to be two player probably. Yeah. Cause it's just you and I, we will have guests on here and there, but this game works as a two player game, but it, it's a four player game. It's, it's also great. It's chaotic. It's constantly flooding, constant movement. But I think two players a sweet spot too. Like it is a good, cheap two-player game. I would be game. curious to see how it would play out with four people. Um, I feel like it would be very chaotic, mm-hmm. but probably a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So uh, components. You were saying you know, like the little yeah. pawn pieces. Um, is there anything else in the game that we should cover? We should talk about. Um, the like I said, all the pictures, all the oh, yeah, the artwork's great. The art on the tiles are like beautiful. It's a beautiful looking game. It's striking on the table. Like mm-hmm. if you're just playing out somewhere, people will be like, "What are you playing? Mm-hmm. What is this?" Because the grid of tiles themselves, it's not a board. It's yeah. like a very the best way I think would be described if anybody's ever played like Code Names. Yeah. It's kind of how like the layout is. Yeah, they're it's... they're thick. They're not like cards. It's like a thicker cardboard like piece and uh yeah it just looks nice on the table like it's just all the artwork every tile is vibrant looking it looks like a decrepit piece of island but it looks like like you said there's a pirate cove so mm-hmm. it's a pirate skull there's one it's cliffs of abandon it just looks like a real terrible looking like we kept calling cl- it the, the cliffs of uh abaddon i don't know a, why Aladdin for whatever it's reason literally every time i play this game and so when that card flips you feel it because you see the color mm-hmm. fade and you're like immediately i'm like oh crap mm-hmm. like we like is this if it's away from where we're at i'm like not too worried about it but i'm like is this going to be a problem mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely i mean the, the little movers yeah, so the reason why i brought that up is i found it very inconvenient when flipping tiles like i like it wasn't not like oh my gosh this is so inconvenient but like it was just like it would be easier if these were a little bit bigger i understand why they're small yeah that's it's, a, a ch- it's also a cheaper game yeah but it's a real this is a real nitpick that is that's yeah. a very nitpick i thought you'd just say they're boring looking because no. i've seen there's people that like bling out their games it's called so mm-hmm. blinging out your game is 
buying better pieces for your okay. game or making your own. Um, and I've seen people use Lego figures. Oh, that's cool. Like getting a Lego. Uh, there's different. That's another thing we didn't talk about. There's different roles you could play in this game. Everyone has like their oh, own yeah, power. Yeah, we, compl- we forgot about that. So there's like a diver. A diver doesn't worry about drowning. They can swim through multiple spaces of water. Um, there's the pilot who can move to any space in the island for one turn and then move. There's um, the engineer, which can flip up two, like flip over two tiles that are sinking. Uh, there's the, action, right? Yeah, there's the messenger where you can trade or give somebody one of your cards that's anywhere on the map. There's yeah. another one that like moves diagonally that can move diagonal and then flip diagonally, which is I think is uh, it's the, kind the of the most whatever one. Explorer. Yeah, I think so. No, yeah. wait, uh, maybe explorer. Then there's the other one that I played where you can move other people mm-hmm. to spaces, which I think is a good one. I think that's a good one for the first time playing. Yeah. Like, somebody who knows the game. So, which two were you? I played as... The second time I played the compass person, I can move you two spaces. The first time we played, I was... I'm really blanking. I don't remember <laughs> what my power was. I guess it wasn't that good. No, it wasn't. Uh, I remember utilizing it. I just don't remember what it was. The first time I we played, I was the pilot, which I like that. I could yeah. go... one Per one action, I could move to any piece... Um, and the second time I was the messenger where, yeah. where I could just give a player a card because that's what I ran into. My issue was I was trying to just give Brian, uh, I was trying to trade with Brian each time and I was nowhere near, him. I had to be on the same tile as him. So there's definitely some, you know, novice roadmaps for me, uh, you know, with the rules and, and, and trying to learn them and, and, you know, just trying my, my hardest <laughs> yeah. to, to, to remember cause I easily forget, but. So what were the uh, six things that we could have been? Navigator, diver, messenger, explorer, engineer, and pilot. And I think I was the engineer the first time. I think you were. Yeah. And that's the person I could flip to. And I never utilized you that power. You never used that. Yeah. I How think about we that? Were, it was so easy. I don't yeah. even think we had to yeah, worry about did. it too we, much. We weren't really worried about it. It was a cakewalk, that first one. Um. So yeah, my nitpick is just that when like both of us were on the same tile, I felt like it was... Just it's a weird that nitpick. That is a nitpick. Yep. Because it's, it's literally you pick up the two pieces, flip the tile with the yeah. other fingers, and it put them down. Gently. I guess because I have big fingers, yeah. I don't know. But see, that's that's how good of a game but, it yeah, was. That's it's it's a simple game that I didn't really find anything wrong with. Yeah. For, I think it really does too, like play with your your mind. I like games that kind of challenge you and make you mm-hmm. think. Um you know, it's not like, oh my god, like I gotta figure this out with a pen and paper. Like mm-hmm. it's just like Got to be kind of thinking one step ahead. Mm-hmm. So the biggest problem with co-op games, though, is uh, it's called quarterbacking. It's a term for a lot of co-op games where somebody who knows the game real well or is a very alpha personality will control the group. Okay. So I tried not to do that with you. There's a few times you made some actions where I was like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. But I, I kept it to myself. And then there's a few times where I guide you a bit because you're on a team so mm-hmm. you do want to work together and then there was times where you told me stuff to do <laughs> and i'm like you know what you're right because it would have been foolish um so that's the biggest problem with co-op games is mm-hmm. a very strong personality being like you should do this um that's a problem i have with my wife i will admit <laughs> i do that with her we'll be playing a co-op game and i'm like you shouldn't do that don't do that do this because she's a fool <laughs> i hope she doesn't listen but of course she's gonna listen yeah but um 
Yeah, no, it's 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 a it, there's a line to walk. I mean, if we're play, we're playing amongst friends, uh, after a while, that may that personality mm-hmm. may be like, all right, just relax. But uh, I, the way I play, you know, we've played mm-hmm. a few games here and there, and uh, I always like to know why, and I may not do it, but if yeah, you tell me why, and then why it's a good reason, it's a learning curve yeah. for sure. But that's not our testament to this game that that's a negative, but it, we don't have that problem. Nope. So the game component play. Uh, price point, I think is I think it's perfect. I think it's a good game that someone coming into the hobby should absolutely play and or buy because it's and it, the replayability factor mm-hmm. is amazing. That every time you play, you're putting tiles at different spots. You can never memorize or strategize enough ahead of time because you don't know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a cool first game to play. It was a good good choice, yeah. and I enjoyed the excitement. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. That's it. That's fine. Uh, we'll we'll drop the link in the show notes, uh, to buy it on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, people Amazon or your friendly local game shop or your friendly local game shop. Yeah, support local business. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So that's the end of our first game that we kind of talked about. Um, we're just gonna talk about some Kickstarter news. that's something i also wanted to kind of teach you about because uh i brought over along with forbidden island marvel united Mm -hmm. and this is a game that you have been salivating over (laughs) um have been begging me to tell you how it plays to play it um and then i kind of explained well you wanted to know where to get it that was the big thing Mm -hmm. you're like where do i get this game like how do i get all these pieces and then i said i backed it on kickstarter and you looked baffled yeah you're so like, do you what, want to what? explain to everybody that um like explain the game explain how it started how you got it and yeah so well first kickstarter because mm-hmm. like i said you baffled you yeah so kickstarter is a crowdfunding website that is you can crowdfund anything i mean you can make a lamp you with, can do that, anything that turns blue yeah. and put it on kickstarter um and then people like it they give you money for it and you send it to them, and that's it. Sometimes businesses start from there. Um, it's a huge, like, board game device. It's huge. Like, big companies use it to pump out their games, uh, to get hype for their games. And CMON, uh, formerly known as Cool Mini or Not, um, teamed up with Spin Master and Marvel to make this Marvel United game. Um, they were pushing hard for it so simon is a huge company already so they didn't need to kickstart it i think it was just to get the hype and kind of get like oh like how many people actually want this game so my our mutual friend preston actually i think is the one who turned me on to it he's like hey look at this game like it looks cool it's right up your alley ip marble um they're like chibi style characters which isn't like how like i don't know how to explain like chibi like it's just very big headed tiny body like cartoon character looking pieces and artwork and i was like oh like that's cool it looks neat like i like that and this was i want to say last december so i just got married and i don't think we were pregnant yet so <laughs> i had a little bit of money to burn and i was like all right let me look at this kickstarter it's a game i think i'd be interested in and the initial buy-in was like $20 or something for the game, the base game. So the way Kickstarter works is they lure you in. They 
they give you the gateway <laughs> basically <laughs> they're like all right here's the game but look at all this cool stuff and they do like tiers of if we get this amount we're going to throw this in if we get this amount and it, the amount just keeps going up and up and up so how they did this one was multiple character figures so if you back this game and it made x amount of money they would throw in this many characters by the end of it i think there's 80 characters Holy like 80 cow. miniatures 80 cards that go with them of characters you could play as a lot of the characters i didn't care about so i was still on the fence i was like i don't know if i want to back this my wife will kill me if she finds out how much i backed this for if i don't know if i want to do it preston texts me hey brian don't look at that kickstarter anymore and i went oh no <laughs> i know exactly what this is log on little baby chibi mysterio <laughs> so mysterio is my number one marvel villain instantly backed it <laughs> back the base game back the sinister six expansion it comes with uh like three other expansions there was like a play mat that went back there was there was all kinds of things immediately regretted my decision so a couple weeks later i think my wife's like hey we got pregnant and i'm like oh no <laughs> i just spent a bunch of money like what am i doing um kind of forgot about it like you don't because it's like a year away, you don't think about it. You're like, all right. And every once in a while, they email you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, back that thing. It came in the mail three weeks ago. Giant box. Immediately was happy with my decision <laughs> to back this game. You saw, like, it's it's amazing. It's... So I saw the, it's on our Instagram. It's the first picture. And I was like, this is, this is cool. I was like, have you played it yet? You know, and then he starts just sending me all these figures. Um, and then starts telling me about all the expansions that came with it. And do you want to tell them some of the expansion packs that came with and what you did and didn't option for? I think we'll save for? that. Because I definitely want to do an episode talking about it. Yeah. Because I definitely want to play it with you. But it's just like, it's... So I, I have been just salivating at the mouth because I want this game. But and... it was done. The Kickstarter was done. Mm -hmm. So that was that's the one thing about Kickstarter is they'll exclusive. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't back it, they're not doing it again. So that that was the big thing. That's not the big thing about Kickstarter. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because if you go on Kickstarter right now, there is the X-Men United game. Yes. And we are cracking it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you... I am not, like I said before, I am not a solo player. This is a game that with the launch of the new Kickstarter for the X-Men, you can buy back in and get everything from the first Kickstarter for $200. Mm -hmm. And I added that to my cart. I And I was just like, I can't. I'm not going to play it. Nope. I don't play solo. I just want... I think it's the Marvel. It's because it's you Marvel. You just want the figures. You yeah, just, yeah. It's you Marvel. want the toys. And the figures, the interesting thing about the figures, they're not painted. So they're just blue. Uh, but they're really detailed mm -hmm. in this whatever phrase you yeah, use. Yeah, I mean... It Kimchi? Go to our Instagram, Chibi. Yeah. Chibi? Go on our Instagram. Kimchi. We have pictures. Go on Instagram and just hashtag Marvel United. And like the yep. figures are cool looking. Like they are. Ant Man is like on a little quarter. <laughs> like it looks like he's tiny. Like uh, I think Wasp is on like a die. Like but there's there was a bunch of like I'm a very big aside from the Avengers and like the standard heroes. There was a cool Guardians expansion. Yeah, there's that. A, I was like, there's something uh, for everybody. Yeah, there, exactly. It really is. And then even the X Men now, our friend Preston is 
he's jonesing for a Deadpool. Like there's Which they teased. Yeah, there's. Uh, I saw on a comment they. Teased I mean, Deadpool. they put the old X Men. There's X Men that I I barely care about or know about. But again, like you just want it. You yep. That it's just the you need. Want it's, it. This part of this whole gaming universe. It is really you, is. You just want to get this stuff because they're cool figures they're cool games and and who knows if i were to get it i probably would make myself play all the time because of how of much of a buy-in is or stay on your shelf in the plastic if you're a gamer and you're listening you have shell games on your shelf that you have not touched (laughs) everyone has them if you're a gamer yeah and so this is one of the ones that i have just been like should i should i and i'm I'm choosing not to and yeah because i'll my friend i'll have brian's uh board game to play uh and and to to megan i am not ordering it either don't worry <laughs> it's that box that says x-men united on the side that a year from now is not <laughs> it's just it's something else don't worry yeah don't worry about it yeah it was uh, a promotional copy they sent us it was free <laughs> it was for it was free, free for the podcast yes um there was a, there was an i did hear of kickstarter before because there was a, a ninja turtles game Oh yeah, that's that right. was on Kickstarter that's that right. I actually almost backed, and that a hundred percent would have just sat on my shelf yeah. for sure. Our uh, our little group I had at the time were going we're gonna go in on it, but it was like the same thing. It was like over a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and it's just like it wasn't a regular game group where we were like, yeah, we'll do this every week. It was like willy nilly. So I'm like, right. I'm not jumping on this. And uh, now that you could probably buy that game on eBay for like quadruple the amount, because like, that's how it works. Yep. Like. Yep, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, like I could easily sell these figures that I have. Oh, like, like Neil Place, like like hey, here's yeah, Punisher, sh- Daredevil, and yeah, like characters I, I won't care about. When I was kind of interested, I was like, let me see if I can find this, and it was like somebody had it for like four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what another thing people buy multiple copies. But you can get them. the standard game in Target, Walmart, I believe. Yeah, Walmart, Target. But so. a lot of these expansions, I think they announced, will not be in stores. So mm-hmm. if you're listening, as of April twenty twenty one. Uh, the Kickstarter's still live, and this is your chance. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, this episode will be out soon, that's from the 20th, yeah. and yeah. be on the lookout for it. Uh, when's the Kickstarter close? The end of May? I think so. Yeah. In a couple weeks. So. Uh, but, you know, this will probably be a little segment we do, any type of Kickstarter games yeah, that we see. Or... Some Kickstarter bombs. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's that's the other thing. It's just people with a dream that yeah. oof, there is some <laughs> bad bad kickstarters out there that i think you'll probably see we'll eventually have a game on Oof. kickstarters yeah yeah the gateway <laughs> the, gamer the gateway gamer starter kit or yeah. something like that <laughs> we just steal ideas from every game we play and <laughs> frankenstein them into one game bunch of uh marvel figures with flipping tiles mm-hmm. and uh different uh yeah, I don't know. Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, we'll just exactly, steal, yeah. <laughs> We'll just reskin Cards Against Humanity. All right. So instead of just kind of bouncing out, uh, I figured we would just kind of play a game maybe. Yeah. And also kind of help the listeners maybe get to know us a little better as we argue about Super Fight. Super Fight is a card game. Uh, funnily enough, pretty much a ripoff of Cards Against Humanity <laughs> in a way, um, where you draw uh, white cards, which are people or places, or not, I want to be places, but it's like people or animals or things. There's a million expansions out for it. Um, it's fun. I enjoy it. 
it's a good debate game. Like if you're drinking around a table with your friends. Um, so we decided, yeah, why not? Let's utilize it. We got the cards. We got the time. We got microphones. Hopefully there's ears. <laughs> well, let's do it. So today we drew a cowboy who can control plants and can fly, but only two feet above the ground versus a redneck who controls a tween army but is six inches tall <laughs> so the point of the game is we have to argue basically who would win this fight um so i'm gonna let you start what do you think so i am with the cowboy six inch cowboy who can nope. six inch redneck six oh sorry six inch <laughs> redneck who can control a mob of tweens, tweens. so what's a tween somebody that's like 12 13 all right so it's a it's a young person a child but these young child children are crazy okay and there's an army so what, like an you army see marlon, you... marlon manson he had a huge following from yeah it's marlon manson right? marlon manson yeah, yeah one of the mans Char- yeah charlie, charlie Man- Man- <laughs> whoa one of the mansons i don't know whatever once upon a the time singer in or the, the murderer guy, the murderer he had a he had a bunch of young people following him he did, and he, it wasn't even an army. It was just a bunch of nuts. Yeah. All right, and then I'm going with the cowboy. All right. Because you can control plants. So I'd imagine... Like poison ivy. Yeah. So a bunch of tweens run across the grass. Grass grabs them. Yeah, but I think those two feet up, my six-inch redneck can probably jump the, the extra <laughs> I could, 18 I inches. I could throw a leaf at you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fall so if my, since I'm smaller, do I have any like ant-man powers where like, I have the power of an ant? No, you, you just, have an army. Just the tweens. army. I mean, yeah. I'd probably get stepped on by the By your own by, army, yeah. yeah. So you're... I am You want to retake? No, no, oh, I'm sticking, sticking with, with it. it. I'm sticking with it. Uh, I, you know, this redneck, the six-inch redneck that controls them. You can do... Look, look at Twitter. Twitter, there's a bunch of tweens on Twitter or TikTok. You can change people's True. minds very easily. And these tweens are probably all over TikTok. And they're just saying, attack this two-inch... Two, I'll float. I'm not float, the, the two feet flying, flying cowboy who who and I got guns. So I'm a he's cowboy. He's got Come guns. On. You know, who's controlling plants? You know, we just burn all the plants. I still got guns and a cool hat. Well, you know what? And a horse, probably because I'm a cowboy. Words are like bullets too. You know, <laughs> and True. with your army of tweens, you could cancel. I could cancel culture, man. The cancel the flying cowboy with the plants. Let me go. hear your argument. I mean, I can control plants. <laughs> That's it. Like even I would. The flying doesn't even factor in. It's like, what am I doing with the? <laughs> well, you're two feet off. With the my ground. two feet doing? off the ground, like what I'm just. Doing? I can't even get away. I guess if there's a little bit of, of flood water, like you're fine. <sighs> I guess I just don't know. A little bit. Yeah, like where I could just fly barely up to a tree and climb <laughs> it, and, but I could just use the tree to grab me. So I'm going. I don't. Plants. That's true. You could I'm use with plants. Um. So I put the pole up this morning, mm-hmm. just to kind of give like a little. A little taste I put on our Instagram, Gateway Gamers Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll I'll put it up again after this releases, just to kind of regage. Yeah, if you're listening, jump on. Um, as of now, the flying plant cowboy is sixty three percent to thirty seven percent. I'm in the minority. I'll out take of it. fifteen people. All right, voting. Okay, so if I'm thirty percent of fifteen. I'm you're losing. Three, yeah, yeah, losing. I'm not doing. That's too what it's well. called. Yep. You're losing. Five people. Whatever. That's my. That's the start of my army. Yep, Let's go. There you go. All uh, right. I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. Yeah. So when he runs his poll again. Yeah, definitely give the Instagram podcast page a follow. 
Um, we'll link it so you can. Um, we'll be starting Facebook. I am going to figure out a board game geek guild because even that's new to me. I don't navigate board game geek. We'll talk about that maybe next episode because that's a whole nother monster and a whole nother universe. Um, but yeah, give those a follow. Anything we talk about, we'll kind of post there. We'll maybe post a link to the Kickstarter we talked about because why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, but I think that's the end of episode one. I think, uh, if anyone's still listening, if anyone listened at all, thank you for being here. Um, we had fun for sure. Yeah, it was, this was fun. It was good. I think it's the start of something good. Yeah. I mean, rate, comment, subscribe, follow, whatever, all those things that you do, no matter where you listen, comment if I did something wrong, like <laughs> rules wise, cause I guaranteed I got rules wrong. Cause I notoriously am a terrible Mm-hmm. rule person uh comment but gives five stars yeah gives five stars <laughs> trash us Just once this us uh, exactly once <laughs> this podcast launches on your favorite podcast network leave us five stars and it helps us out and we really want to hear what you guys have to say yeah so um, we want to we build and grow and have fun and mm-hmm. bring new people to hobby that's it i mean i got one he's already talking about back in like a 200 hundred dollar game <laughs> so he's already in all right uh you know uh, all right it's the end of episode one yeah thanks for listening see ya